Triple H FM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants. The Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. And now here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts. Available Caruso with you with another highlights package and just as we did last week with the highlights of the Kingsgrove T20 Cup, tonight it is the highlights of the women's first grade T20 finals. Leading into the grand final, it was a full day of play out at the brand new Cricket Central out of Silverwater. First off, we want to give thanks to Cricket New South Wales for giving us the opportunity to be able to broadcast on the day out there. We had two semi-finals to be played out before the grand final to be uh, to be played at 3.30pm. Uh, leading up into the matches, first off, you had the game between the Sydney Tigers and the Parramatta Two Blues. And that one was an easy win for Sydney, Parramatta 8 for 81 off their 20 overs and Sydney chasing it down within 15 overs with all 10 wickets still in the shed. A dominating performance by the Tigers themselves. In game number two, which is between the Penrith Panthers and the Northern District Rangers, uh, Penrith batted first and finished their 20 overs at 9 for 129. A decent total and... The ND Rangers managed to chase that total down for the loss of three wickets and with two balls remaining. So a reasonably comfortable win for the ND Rangers, which then leads us to the final itself. And two very strong teams. The Sydney Tigers have been pretty much the standard bearers in this competition for a few years now, whilst for the... Northern District Rangers, they have continually proven that they are to be a force to be reckoned with. We'll pick up play from the start of the match. Sydney won the toss, elected to bowl. Your commentators on the day, Kiwi McRinish, Matt Mears, Shane Evans and Georgia Lomashvitterin. So first ball here of the Women's T20 Grand Final is Sammy Joe Johnson runs into bowl now. And this one just outside the off stump left through to the wicket keeper. Dot ball to start us off. This is a pretty scary thought. You think about it, you've got a current New South Wales WNCL contracted player bowling to current contracted oh, New Sydney, South Wales. Sydney Thunder teammates as well. Yeah, exactly. So you'd think you'd almost know, if you're Lawrence Smith, you know where Sammy would like to bowl the ball, but also the same thing, Sammy Joe would, would know what her weaknesses are. Second ball here from Sammy Joe Johnson. And just guided here behind that point area. They'll pick up a single to get us underway here for Northern Districts. Of course, Sydney Tigers ranked number one coming into this grand final day. And Northern Districts ranked number three. Sydney Tigers representing the Sixers Conference. As we come to the third delivery now. Yeah, no no conference like the men's uh, competition here. It was just the top four from the uh, ten teams that... Uh, contest the uh, first grade uh, premier competition. So Dignam to face her first one. Bit leg sideish, bit of a shout for appeal. Pretty uh, optimistic, you would think. They will pick up a single. Is it a leg by? Let's have a look. Yes, it is by the umpire there. And there are no wicket for two here in the first. 
had a chance to speak to the curators in that rain delay just after they pulled the covers up. They, they compare this place to Allen Border Field up in Queensland. It is a, it is a sand-based drainage system through here, so it may show signs that it may not hold water a lot, hence the reason why we're so quickly playing after the rain delay. Sammy Joe Johnson again. Oh, there's a bit of bounce on this one, and it's deflected away off the hip here by Smith. Will it roll all the way to the boundary? Very close indeed. Yes, it is. Good sportsmanship there. One of the fielders signalling that it is four, so pretty good ball there. A bit of bounce, awkward sort of bounce, but at the end of the day, uh, well guided away for four as the electronic scoreboard yes. signifies here at uh, Cricket Central. Yeah, great scoreboard that they've got here, but uh, we are honoured to be the, the first uh, live broadcast here and first competitive game played on this pitch. A little bit of, little bit of, uh, little bit in it for the bowlers if they bend their back. Oh, and that one's pretty close to wide, but the umpire says it's just inside that wide line. Sammy Joe Johnson, of course, a lot of experience playing cricket. Well, speaking to our friend at Cricket New South Wales, Sean Mantle, the operations manager and competitions director for the Women's Premier Cricket, was mentioning to us that this would be more likely possibly a WNCL and Women's Big Bash competition ground. Last ball of the first over of this grand final. Up on the block hole there. Push to the fielder at middle. No run. So one over gone here. Northern Districts no wicket for five. Dignam on strike. Finds the gap in the onside here. Will it roll to the boundary? Probably not. It's pulled in just short. Uh, interesting field here. Obviously a bit more pace for Sammy Joe. They got the two fielders back uh, at third man and, and fine leg. Uh, obviously expecting uh, the batters to, to play uh, a, a late cut or, or flick off the pad rather than going through uh, the field. So it'll be interesting to see here uh, if they can keep up this line and length because it has been a good start so far. So here she goes again. So much experience playing this great game of cricket and nearly Ooh. caught it mid-off, but it should roll away for four. Yes, it does. As it trickles over the boundary here. So Fortune favours the Brave. Playing the shots there was Lauren Smith. Sammy Joe Johnson having a bit of a look around, wondering how did she get that one away. And uh, no wicket for 15 here in the third over. ND batting first. Sent in to bat as well. You also, we also have to remember, obviously, with Lauren and Sammy Joe also being part of the New South Wales setup as well. They've had the opportunity to bat on these pitches here in some inter-trial game type things, but it just looks absolute belter out there. Smith on 10 now. Oh, Ooh. and that's a ripper of a bouncer there. Good duck by the batter. That had a lot of pace on it, I tell you what. Pulling one out, out of the sleeve there, Sammy Joe Johnson. Yeah, a little bit of hands on hips there from Lauren Smith after <laughs> it as well. It's the old, uh, the old you hit me, yeah, you hit me, you hit me back over my head for four. Well, you're going to get the bounce the next one. I'm sure they'll have a good laugh about it after the game, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be facing that. So I wonder what she's going to come up with here now. Bit of a slower ball then, just moved in a little bit that one. Blocked straight back to the bowler. Good comeback here by Sammy Joe Johnson. I think the last time we saw Sammy Joe bowl a bouncer at someone heads, correct me if I'm wrong, would have been Georgia Lomas Fugger <laughs> when she was playing for universities and decided to give Sammy some sticks, so she decided to badge her. Did it hit the helmet? It did. Ouch. Smith on strike this time. Hits it straight to mid-on, no run. 
Must be, it looks a bit weird because you're watching Lauren Smith and she's actually taking a leg stump guard where most other most of the other ladies so far today have taken that middle to leg. Dancers down the wicket. This is a cracking shot for four. Beautiful off drive there by Lauren Smith. Doesn't get any better than that. Great footwork, great balance and punches the spinner down the ground for four. Definitely the shot of the grand finals so far. No wicket for 25 and one more ball. I'll be handing over to... Matthew Mears. Oh, thanks, Kiwi Mick. But Never was, called you Matthew, have I? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I sound like I'm in trouble. But, no, no. Um, yeah, nice nice shot there, keeping him on the ground. But there's not a not a big uh, gap between uh, the cover fielder and the, and the mid-off. So, nicely picked. Goes down the wicket again. Oh, good sharp fielding inside the circle. Sammy Joe Johnson, no way past her. Five overs gone, Northern Districts. No wicket for 25. It comes in again, nicely placed on the stump. It's gone high in the air. And first wicket falls here of the grand final. Grace can't re replicate her innings from against Penrith. She falls here to the uh, outswing bowling of Mary Ann Henderson. Just tries to play it around the corner, but gets the top edge. And it is caught at mid-wicket. That's the first wicket down now here. One for 25 here in the sixth over. Yeah, it's unfortunate. She's just swung through just a little bit early and has popped it straight up and has been caught there in the covers. But Certainly want to tune in here as this one's oh. getting back at Porter. Oh, Given out what, what has gone on here. Smith has tried to take some charge here against the left arm spinner. Hits it straight back. Couldn't take it, but has ricocheted onto the stumps. And the non-striker in Bates is gone. She's out of a crease. What luck for the Sydney Tigers, but uh, bad luck for the ND Rangers. That's the second wicket down now here for 27. What a way to get run out. That is so unlucky. Smash back at the bowler, drops it, deflects onto the stumps, and the non-striker's gone slightly out of the crease. But I tell you what, it shows that you've just got to be careful with that and not sort of go too far out when they look to play the big shot. But... Yeah, pretty unlucky, really. Yeah, well, it looks like the actual... Our score is a couple of doors down from us have actually realised that it's not Grace Bryson-Smith, it's big sister in Nellie Bryson-Smith that's actually... Well, we, we, we've been given the wrong numbers then because yeah. it said Grace, Grace is 13, Nell is 11, but... Okay, so they've obviously... It, yeah. is, it, is, it is Nell via the yeah. both the uh, scoreboard and... Because um, Grace is down here at Long On with the very bright red curly hair in Jersey 70. Uh, well, we'll fix that up. They're doing a little... They're doing a few uh, dodges there as... Uh, <laughs> Cricket's a funny game. It certainly is, as uh, Lawrence... Smith. Just when you think you've got it all worked out. <laughs> you know that saying, eh? <laughs> Mate, they always, they always like doing something to it us. bites you on the bum. It's, you know, a leveller. It is. Cricket is a great leveller. <laughs> as... Uh, Bryson Smith comes in again here. Smith tries to go down the ground, but can only get the inside edge. It will it will go past the fielder at, at fine uh, at fine leg inside the circle, and they'll get back for two. That's the end of end of um, Bryson Smith's second over. She has figures of uh, no wicket for eight, and it's two for 29 off seven overs. Oh, oh, I don't know what's happened there, but it's beaten everything all ends up. Beautiful flight. Tennis ball bounces. Mitchell Sander-like. <laughs> it's landed and it is shot you know, up. Probably, for most of us guys being around the six-foot mark, it's shot up to almost shoulder height. 
Yeah, no, great piece of bowling there. Getting a little bit of extra bounce off this new Cricket Central surface. Next one comes in again, and it's on Lake Stump. And uh, I think Lauren Smith will be happy that the, the, the scoreboard is ticking over as it goes down the lakeside for wide. Yeah, tight bowling though, isn't it? And Bryson Smith here just getting it to just hold up a bit so they can't get their timing. Tag it there. Tries to go big. And it's taken, like I said. picked out the one <laughs> fielder on the leg side out on the boundary. That's the pressure here that the Sydney Tigers have created with the uh, with a lot of the dot balls in the last couple of overs. And Taggart finally gets one when she thinks she can go aerial, but yeah, picks out the one fielder on the boundary on the leg side. Looks like it's Kira Churchill in two, but yeah. But and so we'll, we'll, we'll confirm that in a moment. But yeah, three for 36 here, last ball of the 10th over. That's the last thing they would have wanted the uh, the Northern District Rangers uh, said. And um, McTaggart makes her way off the field. Yeah, caught, caught by Churchland off the bowling of Grace Bryson Smith. Two off seven deliveries. The Rangers, three for 36. Goes down the wicket, smashes it down the ground. Uh, and she's dropped. dropped. Her sister has dropped it. They were ever chat about that on their Australia Day dinner this evening. <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness me. It was a bit of a city you would think probably should have been caught. Yeah, it went high in the air. But it had to come in. It wasn't, it wasn't one that was, would, could be taken back on the, uh, on the boundary, but um, got it to it in time. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be having one, a, a chat about that tonight, you would think. Taylor goes down the ground to deep or long on, and they'll pick up a single. So 11 overs gone here in this T20 Grand Final Women's competition, of course, and they move through to... Three for 40. Going down the ground, could be caught, and this time is caught. Safely taken by Giselle Plummer in Jersey 55, caught at mid-off. Didn't get the timing there. This is good bowling here by the Sydney Tigers. Northern Districts, four for 40 in the 12th over. Well, this is what we were saying before about needing to get that run rate boosted to try and set themselves something to bowl to because... Um, I said we, we saw what happened if by setting 80 it was it was done and dusted very quickly by the Sydney Tigers and mm. they have to take those risks the balls there to hit they got to try and hit them but unfortunately just with this pitch it just seems to um, just sit up a little bit there it got got high up on the bat went up in the air and, and was easily taken there in the infield oh a chow for LBW not out that one cut in off the pitch didn't it great movement. It'd be hard, though, with, with how much bounce we've been seeing from this pitch. It'd be hard for the umpire to, to give that out just because of the movement and the, and the height because, yeah, I'm surprised to see so much bounce from it. But obviously, new pitch, it's only, only fairly recently been laid. Only This is the first big competitive day of cricket that they've had here. So, as I said, it's still just betting in a little bit, but it's going to make it a little bit difficult for the batters. But, as I said, it's been great bowling so far by... Uh, it's been great bowling so far by the Tigers, restricting the, the Rangers. As I said, they'll be looking to be a lot further ahead than 40 after 12 overs. This time, Weber on strike. But edgy, but it might roll all the way to the boundary here. Yes, it does. So that's a much-needed boundary. Weber's off the mark with a four through that sort of third man area. The fielder was up inside the circle, just got past her, and it's four for 45. Yeah, just a little bit of extra pace there and, and outside off stump. Just need to get a little tickle on that one. We see the change in the field with the, the fielder going back um, onto the boundary there at third man. But 
that's what the, the Rangers have been looking for. A bit of width, a bit of extra pace, and let it roll away for four. But the Tigers already uh, plugging that gap up. Porter to complete her first over of the day. This one just dabbled into the uh -oh. onside. This could be a run out. Gone. That was poor running between the wickets. It's going to be eventually Weber who will have to go. Big mix up there between both batters. And that's what pressure can do. 12 overs gone and it's 5, or sorry, 13 overs gone, 5 for 46. Yeah, well, they needed the runs there. You would have think maybe if they'd called loudly and, and went straight away, she would have made it home. But Smith, I think, thinking that needed to face as many balls as possible, trying to get back on strike. I don't think that uh, Weber had the same thoughts going through her head. And uh, unfortunately, another one going down. Uh, another one going down the down for the Rangers and uh, digging themselves a little bit of a, a bigger hole here. Five for 46 with only seven overs remaining. Uh, yeah, they're just making it harder and harder them, for themselves to post a competitive total. It's just unfortunate because normally as you, everyone gets told when you're playing cricket, if the ball goes past the, the bowler stumps, whoever's on strike gets that call. Unfortunately, Weber was ball watching actually turned to watched where the ball was rolling to and didn't see that Lauren Smith had already called yes like two or three times where she stopped started and Weber just stayed in the crease and it was like, uh-oh, I better, I better start running. And in the end, almost got there and he probably felt maybe a step step and a half short. Yeah, as I said, like you were able to see the thickness of the bats has gone from what used to be like a half inch wide to now what the standard is is a three and a half inch. And caught behind... Nice stuff by Porter, just bowling the outside off stump channel, but like Hazelwood, Josh Hazelwood, and gets the edge. So Sydney Tigers well on top here. Northern Districts are six for 51. Yeah, the last thing they needed there, but at least there was some intent shown uh, by Kate Jackson trying to get it over the over the infield there on the offside. But uh, again, maybe just a little bit more bounce than I was expecting out of this cricket central pitch and uh, just takes the off stump, uh, takes the, the outside edge and uh, goes through to the, the, the keeper for a fairly easy catch. So, as I said, six for 51 here. Uh, it's uh, really not looking too good for the Rangers at this stage. Well, this one stays oh. in a crease because it goes straight under the bat and bowls a perfect Yorker there from Plummer. Goes right under the bat of Ava Ryan, and that is the seventh wicket now down for the Northern District Rangers. Seven for 52 here in the 16th over, but Shane Evans, beautiful piece of bowling. Not much you can do about those ones. All I can say is absolute jaffa. But now we'll have a replay look at here on the, on the frog box, and it's pitched on middle and off, and it's hit just on the leg side and middle, about two-thirds of the way up of these McDonald wrap stumps. Absolute peach. Any bowler at any level of cricket would be absolutely excited with that. Absolute pearl. Next delivery here. And oh! oh. oh that is a bit undescribable. I hope you are watching on Frogbox where you can see a pitch outside leg stump. Goes past the batter's uh, outside edge, outside off stump. Picks up a boy. Yeah, you, you're saying that's moved. That's moved at least three feet, and you've got Lauren Smith. It was on her. It's significantly about shoulder height. Oh, no. that's bold. 
Smith finally again trying to take the ascendancy here. Tries for the big shot over the leg side. Maybe just a little bit slower this time by uh, by Churchland into the wicket. And uh, Smith was through a shot. It's taken out the stumps. You think that's the last hope for uh, the Rangers to, to post a big competitive total. Now 8 for 58 here, 17 overs gone. Yeah, but you could see Lawrence Smith had the intent. It's like, okay, we've got a couple of overs left. We've got to get we've got to get the three figures. But unfortunately, yeah, it just swung through just a little bit too early and it's hit the hit the bail on the top of middle and and off and just knocked it off. Literally the bail's fallen just behind. But for the Sydney ladies, they've been bowling really, really well. Okay, fair enough. They've given up a a couple of wides and luckily no no balls as yet. Certainly have as uh, first delivery there to Shelley. Big appeal for LBW, maybe just going down the leg side, but mm. only just. One of the joys of sitting where we are here in the Alan Davidson room, right behind the, the keeper from the broadcast end. Be able to watch the balls pitching and that and almost in, sit there and be able to tell where it's going to finish up. Must admit, it's, a, it's an enjoyable experience sitting up here, being able to look directly down the pitch. Certainly is as Shelley now faces her second delivery from Sammy Joe and gets it out of the block hole. She's jockeying down the pitch looking for one. Eve sort of just looking back going, I don't want to face this again and just stands on a bat at the non-striker's end. You'd think they'd be trying to take every run they could, but, uh, whoa, first Ooh. delivery there. Oh. A bit too much flight. Sienna Eve tries to hoik it to the leg side, but uh, we'll, we'll find the, the fielder sweeping out at mid-wicket. Another one to the total. Made it now to 68 for 60 here. One ball into the 19th. I think umpire Harvey was being very, very careful with that with that leg, with that no ball height. It looked a bit higher than it should have. Well, said, well, this one's pitched a bit more nicely and it spins in a lot. I said there is some turn here from this uh, commentary end of uh, Cricket Central and Churchland is making it hard. In again, trying to get through these overs quickly and... Uh, Again, Shelley can only find the fielder at short cover, no run. So they're really, really, really trying to get through these overs quickly. As the clouds are starting to come across again, as this one's played through the leg side, knocked down by the fielder at short, fine leg. But they'll come back for two, Ooh. having to slide a bat there, Shelley, but gets it through there. Hit nicely, but said, uh, was batted on by the fielder at short, fine leg, but uh, well, well done by the, the sweeper out there at mid-wicket. Cleaning up and only cutting it back to two. Well, I don't think the cloud cover is going to be an issue. There's some bright clouds behind them, so there's not. But this one's next up in the air. Can the keeper get oh. there? No. Well, valiantly done there by the keeper. It was swept hard and went up into the air and just drops in front of her. She makes that big dive and said, "Stay down for a second. It That's probably hurt. hurt. That's hurt her too. Yeah, it's probably hurt a little bit, but uh, dusting herself off and." Uh, Back behind the stumps. Job to do here with uh, seven legal deliveries left here in the innings. Eight for 63 now, the Rangers. As Churchill comes in for her final delivery, as that one again turns. And uh, Eve can only um, guide it to the fielder at point. No run there. Great spell of four overs there from Kira Churchill and finishes two for eight. Mm. And 19 overs done here for the Rangers. One left. Eight for 63 here. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 
Triple H Sports coverage of the women's T20 Grand Final. The Sydney Tigers taking on our local Northern District Rangers. Whether you're listening on 100.1 FM, you're listening on the sports stream, sports.triplehfm.com.au, or you're listening through Frogbox, through the Cricket New South Wales YouTube page, we welcome you here. We hope you're enjoying our coverage. I said, I'm sure you are if you are a Sydney Tigers fan, but... I said, maybe just a little bit in this pitch now. It was under the Hessian. I said, there was some rain that came through before this game started. As Sammy Joe Johnson comes in, starting the final over here of the Rangers innings, and again hit on the pad was Shelley. I said, I think it was going down the leg side, but they're able to run through. No, she's got some bat on to her because umpire Harvey's given it a run. Yeah, I said, it must have just been an inside edge onto that pad. But they'll take any run they can get here is... Uh, and now move eight for 64 here. Five balls left as Johnson now comes round the wicket to the left-hander. And if we know Sammy Joe as well as we do, obviously talking to our friend Georgia, this ball should be trailing in on middle to leg stump with that, with that shape she gets. Well, it's certainly zeroed in on the stumps there. They will run through. Good running there. And, oh, I don't think Sammy Joe is happy with that one with how she's throwing the ball at the... Uh, Non-strikers in. Luckily, there was a few Tigers players there backing up that one. But uh, good good fielding there and good running and good game awareness by Shelley. There to be right out of the blocks there um, to get through for the single. I said, last over, got to throw caution to the wind. Yeah, we only got four legal deliveries left. And they still haven't even caught up to what Parramatta posted this morning. So... It's going to be interesting here as this one again is played high in the air. It'll be just over the top of the fielder at short mid-wicket. They're going back for two. They'll make it quite comfortably there. Fortune favouring the Brave with that one just going over the head of the fielder at short mid-wicket. That was my 9-9 this morning up at the driving range at up at Pitwater Rugby Park. So, But yeah, nicely placed there and able to turn that into into two at the moment, but you can see all the fielders bar two are outside the field. And there we go. Sammy Joe Johnson in again, and this is a big swing outside off oh. stump. We haven't seen Sammy Joe Johnson bowl out there towards that wide line. I don't think the batter was expecting that, and Shelley's tried to give it the full beans once she's realised it was that wide, but uh, couldn't get anything on it. I said you get a fine edge would have seen it roll away for four, you would have thought, on this fast cricket central outfield. Two deliveries left. Shelley on strike to Johnson. And this one again tries to play through the offside. But uh, can't get any bad on that one. Another dot ball here. One delivery left in this innings. Sammy Jace is bowling really well here. Was able to get the, the ball previous just inside the tram lines. And just has that little bit more pace than probably what most of the ladies are used to. Okay, fair enough, Stella Campbell plays with the Lady Rangers, but there's a bit of difference in pace and between between Stella and also Sammy Joe. Yeah, final delivery of the Rangers innings coming up here. Johnson coming in now and again try it goes wide. This one does get a bit of bat on it, and again, fortune favouring the Brave. Drops in just behind the fielders on the offside. Just enough that they get back for two. And that will finish the Rangers' innings here. They will finish their 20 overs. 8 for 69. 70 will be the target 
for the Sydney Tigers if they're going to do the double and take out the women's T20 after the men, take, the men taking out the Kingsgrove Sports Centre. T20... Yes, what a performance it was by the Sydney Tigers restricting the Northern District Rangers to 8 for 69 off their 20 overs. A brilliant all-round bowling performance by the unit. A special mention has to go to two bowlers in particular. First off, Marianne Henderson, one for seven off her four overs, and Kira Churchland, two for eight off her four overs. Both of them picking up maidens as well. A brilliant performance of the ball from those two. While for Northern District, well, it was a lone hand almost by Lauren Smith, who got 30 off 54, including three boundaries. And the only other boundary from the entire innings being scored by Claire Weber, who was out for five. Two runouts in the innings as well. One to Lauren, one to Alicia Bates. Probably run out in the what is considered the most unlucky of dismissals, where it deflects off the bowler back onto the stumps and you're left stranded at the non-striker's end. When we come back, we'll have the Sydney Tigers run chase. In this edition of Splinters, the highlights of the women's T20 final for the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket right here on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Your local RSL is at the heart of every community and there is none better in the Hornsby-Karingai area than the Hornsby RSL. Whether you're planning a major event, dinner with family or friends or having a quiet night at your local, Hornsby RSL is the place to be. Rediscover what enjoying life is all about with regular weekly events, special entertainment and some of the best eateries in Sydney, we have you covered for a great night out. As always, drink responsibly. Support the club that supports. Come to Hornsby RSL at 4 High Street, Hornsby or get in touch on 94777777 and at hornsbyrsl.com.au. The Hornsby RSL, proud station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Dom Rizzuto would say, look Sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. 
Looking for a fun night out with family and friends? Then come to the hidden gem in the Hornsby Coringai area, the attic. Located inside Hornsby RSL, the attic provides all the fun and excitement you can expect from a bowling and arcade bar in an intimate location that ensures a real gaming experience for everyone. With four 10-pin bowling lanes, Australia's first augmented reality bowling experience and a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the attic is the place to let your inner child run wild. So make sure you book your next night out at the attic at 4 High Street Hornsby. Call them on 94777777 or book via their website at theattichornsby.com.au. The Attic, part of Hornsby RSL, station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we've had the Northern District score of 8 for 69 off their 20 overs in the grand final of the women's T20 competition right here at Cricket Central After a bit of rain early on, we managed to get the full 20 overs in. It is now time for the Sydney Tigers run chase. It will be Sammy Joe Johnson and Jody Hicks opening the batting for the Sydney Tigers. What an opening pair that will be. Bowling the first over will be Piper Hook. Your commentators once again, Kiwi McRinish, Matt Mears and Shane Evans. Plenty of wit there and she slashes it away back with a point. They'll get a single to the fielder at... That wide third man position, Mary Jo Johnson gets on strike. It will be Piper Hook with the first over here. And uh, look for some fireworks here with Sammy Jo Johnson, of course. Needing no introduction, right-handed batter. There was plenty of width there early. These two will be looking to just calm the nerves of that dressing room with a strong start. Pretty much if they get off to a fly here, it could be over pretty quickly but Northern Districts need some early wickets here goes Piper Hook right-handed bowler nice ball there blocked straight into that mid-on area for no run absolutely fires it back at the keeper then Sammy Drew Johnson has to duck for cover I would almost put money on it that was that's Lauren Smith sitting in the covers to he pinged it back to the keeper so so here goes Piper Hook again a little bit shorter, but wider. No timing there by Sammy Joe Johnson. A couple of bounces into that fielder on the offside there and close. No run. But after watching the watching these two batting earlier in the game against Parramatta, they showed absolute contempt for the bowling of this of the Parramatta side. Mind you, are a decent side, but we're just not at the same level. Hook again, it's going to be wide outside the off stump, but too wide this time, but too much width. Sammy Drew Johnson just leaves it through to the keeper for that extra run. Yeah, well, there's no use chasing after something like that because what's the worst thing happens? You chase the ball, you edge it into the keeper, you're sitting back in the sheds and someone else has to come and do the job. Here goes Hook again as the sun peaks through the clouds here at Cricket Central. Oh, nice bit of away movement there. Driven straight to mid-off for no run. So Sammy Joe Johnson just looks like she's just going to take her time to get the eye in and then go from there. I'd almost say the coaching staff have told them, OK, fair enough, we're chasing 70. It's just over three and over. If you want to go ballistic and get it quickly, get it quickly. Other words, just take your time. Mm. 
and earn the win. And she's gone for it outside the off stump, just Ooh. outside those two fielders chasing it towards that cover area. They'll pick up a single, probably about three metres in front of the catcher in the end, a little bit too far past the outstretched Whoa. hand running away from that pitch area. Sorry for that woe, guys, but I just saw a lightning strike just over the top of that, over the top of our scoreboard here, but obviously the two umpires haven't seen it. Probably a good thing. Here goes Hicks on strike now. Last ball of the first, and Ooh. that's a massive wide. That's off the pitch. Looks like my bowling, that one. No, Steve Harmison's not playing today because that would have been a no ball if it was. Yeah, yep. needs to find the radar here. Can't give away these free runs, to, particularly when you're defending such a small total. So here goes Hook again. Hicks on strike. Nice ball there. A little bit of shape again away from the right-handed batter. End of one over here. The target 70. Sydney Tigers, four without loss. Again, a steady start there from the Sydney Tigers. Obviously, they would have seen... They would have seen how the ball was reacting when they were bowling and thought that they'd need to be cautious, particularly as said that run rate's not going to really uh, really trouble them until unless they're like about five or fifteen overs. So they just want to play it caut they just want to uh, play it cautiously, make sure that uh, they survive these first few overs, and then I think maybe if uh, they get their eye in, we might see a bit of fireworks later because. I don't think they want to leave this to, to any chances. Yes, they don't want to be get, lose a lot of early wickets, but they won't want this to go down to the wire either. Got to remember as well, Northern Districts, when they batted, they were about no wicket for 20 after sort of four or five overs. So they didn't lose a wicket for a while, but then it all fell apart. It's going to be Abby Taylor here to bowl a bit of right arm spin wearing the cap. Sammy Joe Johnson on strike, one off four. And just respectfully plays this into the offside for no run. Definitely looks like, as you said, Shane, sort of taking their time here, not panicking or not doing anything stupid just to build their way into this chase. Also, you've got DLS that may come into calculations later. But this time she goes down the wicket, a massive shot into the offside. Will it reach the boundary? No, not quite. Be about half a metre short of that boundary. They will pick up a couple... Sammy Joe Johnson says, OK, I've had enough of getting my eye in. Now I'm going to start playing some shots. I know this sounds really weird, but you've got the you got one of the Lady Rangers here at Long On and out at Cow Corner. I'd be pushing across the Long Off. This is short. Push with nice technique into the offside for no run. So no wicket for six here. And the second over, the target 70, of course. Sydney Tigers are looking to do the double in the men's and women's T20 competitions. Here goes Taylor again. Right arm spin goes down the wicket, smashes it through the covers, and that's four. One bounce over the rope for a boundary. That's a cracking shot as the electronic scoreboard lights up here at Cricket Central at around about 6 o'clock Sydney time now. Here in Australia today, no wicket for 10. That's why, as I just said, you've got, the, you've got one of the fielders down here on, at long on push her across to long off yeah that's the case and they did do that that four doesn't get scored okay she may she may go for a single or a double but not four runs again down the wicket absolutely gives us the kitchen sink and that's going to be one bounce into the fence 
down to that cow corner area of the field. Here goes Sammy Jo Johnson. She's lit the fuse. It's 14 without loss. Well, we did say it was going to go one of two ways. Either you get lots of, lots of wickets early for the Lady Rangers or they're going to get absolutely demolished. Slightly fuller this time, but still pushing to the onside. They were thinking about a run, but they thought better of it. Two overs gone here. Sydney Tigers, 14 without loss. Sammy Joe just decides to get those long levers of hers free and just absolutely creams through the ball. Must have been. It was a good stop by the cameraman just inside the actual white picket fence here for that last four that went through at the moment. But as I said, we've been given a copy of the DLS top framework as well, which always been given to the two sides. So They need to get to five overs to complete, yeah, don't it's they? It's got to be a five In over. In case there's a sudden storm or something here, but... There definitely is, so... Yeah, you never know. So, looks like... So here goes Hook again. Full toss, flicked off the pads here, and that's going to roll away for four. So they're really on the roll now. Beautiful shot there by Hicks. Just puts it away. The electronic scoreboard lights up here at Cricket Central. It's my catchphrase of the day. <laughs> and it's 20 without loss. All of a sudden, they only need another 50 runs off about 17 overs. But you also have to look at this... Look at this magnificent screen. To be honest, I think most NRL grounds mm. should be held to shame here because that gives you everything. It's nice. It's bright. It's clear. It's clear. Yep. It's, it's a 4K Ultra HD screen that they're actually using, specifically made for Cricket Central. And we're a good 150 metres away, and we can see that very clearly. Hook to Hicks again. Short. Ooh. Very casual sort of... Attempt of a cut shot there straight through to the keeper. No run. She got a bit of wood on that. Might have been caught behind. Yeah, they need wickets now, don't they, the Rangers? It's the only way that's going to uh, get them back into this game because, as I said, it's been a great start from uh, the two Sydney Tigers batters. Alicia Bates into the attack with some left arm spin. Nice little cut shot here. Doesn't quite get past that fielder at point. Bit of a deflection. Eventually they're going to get a single, though. Nice shot by Hicks. This opening partnership, of course, beating Parramatta earlier on. They were none for 85 or 15, chasing eight for 81. Sammy Joe Johnson back on strike. She's 11 off 10, Hicks 9 off 9. This is a scary thought because when jo when Sammy Joe came out to start the inning, she was asking for middle to off. She's now looking at a leg stump line marking so you can see what her intent is if the ball's anywhere towards middle of the leg she is going to try and hit this as far and as hard as she can flights it up driven straight to the fielder and close there on the offside for no run yeah that's where it needs to be Bates right on that off stump any width and it's going to disappear goes down the wicket she's going to be stumped they've got the danger batter here nice little flight there by Alicia Bates gets the stumping. Sammy Joe Johnson has gone for 11. So it's one for 24 here. Sammy Joe does what we what, what everyone expects she wants to try and do is get this game over and done with nice and quickly, but just lifted the head just at the wrong time. Took a couple of steps down, but easily picked off by the Lady Rangers keeper there. Quick enough to make sure she doesn't get back. But we can now see it looks like Kira Churchland about to come and take the next ball there but wall bowl there by Abby Bates to 
be able to get that wicket at Johnson. They need to get a couple more very quickly now just to try and stop any possible momentum. To be honest, I think Jody Hicks needs to be one of these next couple of wickets to fall, get two brand new batters in there and cause a little bit of rumbling inside the the Sydney ladies. As I said, the most they've lost during the, the T20 season so far has been four wickets. That's amazing, isn't it? So if you can get those... If you can get past that sort of four or five wickets, you never know. Batters wouldn't have exactly. really had much of a bat. And that sometimes can tell under pressure. So Alicia Bates comes up with the nice little flighted off spinner to get the stumping. It will be Kara Churchland on strike, who bowled a great spell of two for eight off four overs. Left arm spin it is. As we've seen before, they, they like to work around Sammy Joe and Jody Hicks to anchor this innings. They can get Jody good chance they can get it. McTaggart now to Hicks again. Shout for LBW. Ooh, Not out. That was close. That was very close. Must have just been outside off stump because there's no issue with height. Mm, Maybe an inside edge. But yeah, whatever it is, as I said, fortune favours the Tigers yet again. Tell you what, if they got that wicket, would have opened things up. Flicks it off the pads beautifully and that should roll away for Fort. Certainly does. About three bounces into the fence there to that backward square leg area of the field. The electronic scoreboard lights up here at Cricket Central. You're getting sick of me saying that then. Too bad. <laughs> well, I said, it was just, just too straight there um, from McTaggart. Anything on pads like that should get dispatched, particularly when you only, only have one fielder out who's at fine leg. Anything like that will get punished for four. And I said, they just, they can't. They can't uh, really uh, afford shots like that at this stage. Oh, that one just dipped in nicely. A little bit of uh, movement off the seam into the batter. So five overs gone here. The Tigers one for 29, target of 70. Well, Over to you, Matt Mears. Well, we officially have a game now. Yeah. So if it rains... I think they're ahead on Duckworth yeah, somehow. By, yeah, by 14 runs. So, yes, at the moment it'd be a, at the moment it'd be classed as a nine-wicket win. Even though we had that rain, you honestly could not tell. Next delivery, Hicks just plays this back to the bowler and a follow-through, no run. But, yeah, I said, we didn't get much of a look at the field. when We, we did get a bit of a view when we were coming in, and I said, it looks like an absolute carpet. It's just going to roll if it gets on the right trajectory. Is This one's wide outside off stump. Hicks cuts and cuts well. Straight past the fielder at point, and that rockets along for four as well. Hicks, I think, has somewhere to be tonight. As uh, this run rate keeps going up for the Sydney Tigers and the Coffin seems to be getting a few more nails in it for the Rangers. I said halfway through the six over, one for 37 with that target being 70. Electronic scoreboard looked very good again. <laughs> well, I don't think we can take it home, Starting Kiwi, to get Nick. I think you want to take it. It's getting slightly darker. <laughs> I think you want to take it home. I don't think they're going to let us. I can at least take a photo of it. You can certainly do that as... Uh, Comes in again to Hicks, and again it's short outside off stump, but this time it is fielded by uh, that point fielder. No run. But as we said, that ball is absolutely running like a carpet over there. Anything stopping that last four hitting the fence is the big the big white centre strip that they've they've placed on that side. I don't know whether to protect the ball or protect the fence. Yeah, not giving them anything to hit, but that one's a bit more flighted, and it's swept nicely round the corner. I said, with nobody down at fine leg, that will find the boundary. Four more runs to the total. 
One for 45 now here halfway through the eighth. Yeah, just pitched it a little bit too far down leg side and just able to have that paddled around the corner by Kira Churchland and got the four runs that it deserved. Again, this one, tight line and a bit of a misfield there. They're definitely going to pick up at least two in that sort of 45-degree angle. They're going to run back for three. Really probably should have stopped that one. And another three runs for Churchland. She's 16 off 20 now. Hicks, 23 off 32. One for 58 here in the 11th over. Yeah, I think Sienna Eve would have handled that a bit differently if she had her time again. But uh, as I said, the runs are flowing here for the Tigers. Only 12 nor needed. And this one flighted up outside the off stump, pushed into the offside for no run. It's almost like the, as much as I don't want to say this, the Lady Rangers, they've conceded defeat, but they just want to try and push this as far as they can into that 20. And it's wide down the leg side. Bit of a half a shout there by Lauren Smith. You can hear that one nice and clearly through the effects, Mike. Yep. Mm. Just going down on ground level earlier. It's still very muggy and warm down there. Not that sort of... Really extreme temperature from about 2 o'clock today, but still very warm conditions here. Another wide down the leg side. So all of a sudden, they only need another 10 runs here off about nine overs. So what a day for the Sydney Tigers, hammering Parramatta earlier in the day. What a week for, Par what a week for, Sydney, yeah. for Sydney Tigers. And again, this one. She's just pulling a little bit too leg side-ish here with the spin. And just glances it off the hip for a couple of runs. And one for 62 after 11 overs. The Tigers only need eight runs off the remaining nine overs. But as, we, as we've mentioned numerous occasions before, obviously the Sydney Tigers men's winning the Kingsgrove Sports Centre T20 competition out of Dremoyne in that rain-affected match last week. And now it looks like the ladies are going to do the double with them as well so good times if you're one of the members of the of the sydney gray cricket club be it male or female it's a it's a good thing for them all and it just shows you how dominant this club has been so far this season sienna eve with left arm spin again it's going to be wide and they're going to race through for an extra run as well so it's a couple there onto the scoreboard one for 64 now, yeah. will, will Jody Hicks try and do the hero shot and try and tee off a six? Again, no. two leg side ash. A lot of wides here to finish this one off. Five more needed. 13 wides out of 65. Yep. And I think it was five wides in the previous innings, wasn't it, from mm. memory? So yeah. here goes uh, Sienna Eve. This one's a bit straighter, full toss. Pushed away, and they'll pick up at least two. Could even go for four here. No, they're just going to cut it off on the fence. They've just eased this uh, chase, haven't they? Showing how it's done. One for 67, three more needed. Hicks, 27 off 35. Yeah, it has been the Jody Hicks. So she's just needed what she's need. She's just done what she's needed to do to get them across the line here. Nothing big, nothing explosive. Left that to her batting partners. She just knows if she could bat through to the end, they were going to get the job done. Nice straight one. But just 
Dabbed into the onside for an easy single. Two more needed. Okay, so if you're going for a player of the final, which I know the two umpires in Nathan Harvey and Bob McGregor will have to pick, who's your pick? Is it Sammy or is it Jody? Or even Churchland, maybe, because yeah. 16 off 20. Plus, plus two from eight off four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Once they lost Sammy Jo Johnson, she steadied mm. things as well. I said, we'll see if there's going to be a presentation afterwards. We'll see if we can bring that to you here. A little bit leg side-ish again. Dances down the wicket. Churchland off the pad. No run. Keeper retrieves. So if you are listening on Triple H 100.1 FM, Callum will be coming up at 7 o'clock with his uh, Australia Day night tune. So I'm sure we'll be done and dusted mm. here by then. So make sure you keep the dial to 100.1 FM. But um, we will try and find out if there will be a presentation or anything. And if we can, we will bring that to you here as well. This one a bit wide of off stump. Nice length. Tries the late cut straight through to the keeper. It's a bit of delivery. You can see Churchland wants to finish this game off, but also I think she wants to allow for J.D. Hicks to have that opportunity. And this one just pushed into the offside. That was nice and straight. 12 overs gone. The Tigers one for 68. Two more needed. Yeah, it's been clinical, hasn't it, by the Tigers. But I said the Rangers, if, if I had one fault, obviously it's never high, It's never easy to go out there and defend 70. But I said some of the 13 wides and some of the fielding, it's yeah. almost like they went out there already defeated. I think, like, if you if you had any hopes of wanting and wanting to to try and come out with this game, you'd be on fire with everything. Every ball would be where it needed to be. Every field, every run would be cut off. So, as I said, it's been a great effort by by our Rangers to get here and and to be playing in this in this game. But uh, maybe just expended a bit too much beating Penrith to get through to this game. And uh, yeah, after that bowling performance by the Tigers, just yeah, didn't quite have enough here to to get the job done. I also think it doesn't help the fact because you obviously we've also seen in the men's when it used to be the old triple header days, it was always the team that progressed to the final from that second semi-final always seems to get beaten because you're trying to back up two straight. That's a wide. So the scores are tied now. Sophie Shelley back into the attack with some right arm medium pace. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't finish on a wide. We want to no. see a run off the bat to finish this one off. We certainly do, but I said that that just goes back to the point of that yeah, they needed they needed to be a bit more on it in the field. Um, obviously, they would have said that they'd want twenty more runs as well. Shelley again flicks it off the pads straight to the field and no run. Ooh, almost taking the umpire out. So they're going to make the crowd wait here. Good mm. crowd here at our cricket central as well. A lot of them have stayed on through the day. It's a great, great facility here. Mm. When, when they do start hosting some of these uh, bigger second 11 or, or the odd shield game or whatever, it is going to be a nice spot to come and watch. A nice little, some nice little uh, covered areas, a nice little cafe. Mm. Pushed into the offside for no run. Also, you have to remember the, the Sydney ladies, their game started this morning at 9.15. So they had to be here at 8.15 and they've had to be here all day. They haven't been able to like go and disappear for three or four hours and then come back. 
Yeah, it's been a long day for the Tigers. Mm. I said they did play that earlier game. So Hicks, 28 off 37. Can she get the winning run here? And there it is. That's the winning run. Eases through for the single. And the Sydney Tigers are the champions of this women's competition. Over to you, Matt Mears, to take it away. Well, thank you very much, Kiwi Mick. Yes, that is uh, this game done and dusted. It was a clinical performance by the Sydney Tigers. Uh, not too many risks. Maybe Sammy Joe trying to go big and getting stumped was the biggest risk we saw taken in this game. But uh, as I said, it was a great effort by the Rangers to make the final. But as I said, I think they've been... Uh, I, I think they've been probably outclassed in this one, unfortunately for them. But uh, take nothing away from the Sydney Tigers. As we said, they've done the double. They've mm. taken out the men's Kingsgrove T20 on Sunday. Then... A few days later, the, the, the girls take out the, the women's competition as well. So a big congratulations to the Sydney Tigers Club. Um, T20 certainly is their sport at the moment. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, the Sydney Cricket Club have done the double, and I believe it is the first time in the history of New South Wales Premier Cricket that one club has won both the men's and the women's T20 competitions. Congratulations to the Sydney Tigers, running out winners by an emphatic nine wickets over the Northern District Rangers. As, as you heard throughout that call, just the one wicket to fall for the Sydney Tigers, and that is Sammy Joe Johnson, stumped by Ava Ryan off the bowling of Alicia Bates for 11 off 12. Jody Hicks, not out 29 off 39, and Kira Churchland, not out 16 off 24. The pick of the bowlers by a long way, Alicia Bates, two overs, one for nine, uh, was absolutely outstanding with the, the two overs that she did manage to bowl, but it was quite clear that the Northern District Rangers simply did not score enough runs to pose much of a threat. Well, not only does that conclude the coverage of the women's T20 competition, of course, during the week we also had the highlights from the men's T20 final uh, we look forward to continuing our coverage there. Most likely our next game to be called being the Women's Premier Cricket First Grade Final, as we did last year. Before we go, a very special thanks to Sean Mantle and Liam Ferrier from Cricket New South Wales for their support and they're giving us access to the clubs to be able to call their matches and indeed the finals day from Cricket Central. Without their support, we wouldn't be able to do what we love doing, promoting cricket in all forms to you, the listener. Until next time, this has been Anthony Caruso on Splinters on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, triplehfm.com.au, iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcasts. On behalf of our callers on the day, Kiwi McRinish, Matt Mears and Shane Evans, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.